Hello, this is Alex from the Friends and Flayers podcast. Today I want to talk to you about Anchor. Anchor is legitimately the easiest way to make a podcast. It gives you everything you need to record, edit, and distribute your podcast all in one place. Best of all, it's free. That's right. You're not going to spend a single gold piece, or if you prefer, a dollar, if you're lame, on Anchor. Um, They even distribute to other platforms like Spotify, iTunes, and Google. You easily make money from your podcast. No minimum listeners required. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. This is your recaptain speaking, Joel from the Friends and Flayers podcast, here to give you a recap of Dearly Departed Part 4. Back in the tower, Gorham tells Marhalt and Aldrin about the voices he heard. Marhalt looks out the window and sees Tessa and some minstrel players outside the tower. She says when the party returns from the lake, they can attack and get the book back. Aldrin suggests we set up a trap for them. The party waits for Tessa and her gang to enter the tower. When they do, Aldrin creates an earthquake and traps them on the second floor. The minstrels fall prone, but Tessa saves and remains on her feet. After taking an ass beating from us, Tessa and her gang give up. She tells us Orlando and she grew up in the same orphanage. When Orlando left, he stole a book for his mentor, and Tessa wants to steal it for hers. Orlando returns dancing his dance of peace. Tessa asks him for the book. Orlando says he doesn't know anything about a book. The Whispers Academy treated Orlando poorly, and he has tried to bury those memories. Tessa believes Orlando has the book and left with his mentor. Orlando says he left alone, and his mentor left before him, and the story is all an invention of her mentor's, Bayless. Tessa leaves and tells the party they won't be seeing her again. Reggie tells Gorham that the top floor of the tower was the mail room. Marhalt spots a trap door in the ceiling of the room. He tries to get through the trap door with Gorham giving him a boost. He isn't strong enough, so Gorham pushes him through the door. On the roof, Marhalt finds a rotting sheep carcass in an unfinished nest. Tara was correct. It is a griffin. Aldrin identified it by its feathers. The party heads back to the pond to get fish for Tara's trap. On the way, Orlando spins a tale about how terrible the creatures in the pond are. When the party arrives at the pond, Orlando tries to throw branches into the water to bring the fish people back to the surface. It doesn't go well, and the episode ends with Gorham possibly drowning himself. Thus ends the recap for Dearly Departed Part 4. Stay tuned for Part 5. because he's bored and he thinks these creatures play by uh, Harry Potter mermaid rules. Oh, no! <laughs> he's drowning himself! No, Somebody help him! One. You, uh, one. you actually, instead of putting your head in the water, you just shove your face into the murky mud that lines the bottom of the pond. <laughs> you uh, bring your face up and you look like um, a, the gross version of um, oh, dang it, Mrs. Doubtfire when she puts her face in the cream pie. <laughs>
I'm going to yell out to Aldrin, See what I mean? <laughs> you are the smart one. <laughs> uh, Marvel, right. are you going to do anything? Uh, other than look at the <laughs> weird people stuffing their faces in water. Um, I guess I'm kind of being on the guard, making okay. sure nothing comes up from behind. Sure. Aldrin, All right. Are I'm you taking go the in. plunge? I am. All right. Uh, you make your way into the water. Um, it's where you're at is about um, chest deep. Um, you start putting your head underwater and you see a curious thing where the stone is. Uh, it makes a like a circular arch that connects to a base on the bottom of the pond. Um, in all total, it's about 15 feet deep. Um, so like the edge of the um, the top of the stone is the max is probably like a couple inches over 15 feet. It makes it like a, a, a like a circle, almost like portal shape. A uh, circular um, pedestal sits on the ground. Um, ne- uh, next to it, you see three um, strange-looking huts. They look like they're made out of uh, mud that they like, like formed out of the the mud that lines the pond. Um, it might be the reason why the water is so murky is because they've been stirring up a bunch of mud to create these huts. But um, there are three huts currently. Okay, poke my head back out and said, I found their houses. <laughs> you mean there really are creatures? That or this used to have uh, <laughs> primitive huts that got flooded out. Interesting. So you're not a complete liar. Well, that remains to be seen. It could just be native huts that were flooded out years ago. Fair enough. I'm just going to start playing my harp. <laughs> I play I play the Plunitarian Song of Sadness. <laughs> uh, anyway, here's Wonderwall. <laughs> I play Teenage Dirtbag. Okay. In a, in, in a minor chord. So you're um, basically playing what appears to be a trailer to a movie now nowadays. Uh, yeah. yeah, so there's three mud huts and a strange stone portal underwater. Is, is the portal active? No. Can you see anything in the huts? Uh, I guess I will swim down to the huts. Sure. Yeah, it takes you um, only a few moments to... Um, swim into the huts um you're not used to living underwater so um it looks strange to you because like things are like floating um there's a small uh pocket of air in one of the hut or in all the huts um as you enter the third hut you notice three bodies um they look like they've been um gnawed on and chewed up um they're about the size of a halfling um underwater you can't really make out the color of the skin or anything like that, or many of the features, but you see three, like, floating, very, um, bloated bodies, um, corpses, for sure, uh, just floating in one of the huts. Okay. Um, I'm gonna grab one and bring it to the shore. Sure. Um, I would like to let out a... (gasps) 
just yeah. a gasp. Um, it doesn't look like um, a, the fish person you saw, um, Orlando, but everyone roll a knowledge nature for me. I rolled a 20. No, I also well, rolled a 20. You guys are killing I rolled another natural fucking <laughs> one. Oh my one. god, Joel. <laughs> you, need to, you, need to have Reggie, you need to have Reggie do your rolls from now on. Goran's not getting it done. Yeah, you need to go <laughs> enraged yeah. so you can become your gnome. <laughs> um, or, 17 from Orlando Marholt, uh, I can't say his name for some reason, and Aldrin, you you peer at the, the bodies, and it's it's a puzzling thing. You've only heard about these creatures and stories. You've never actually seen one. No one's seen one in 125 years. You find three corpses of goblins. That, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, gentlemen, but that is, that is a goblin, is it not? If it is, then there's two more just like it down there. It Where was did a they goblin. come from? They're supposed to be on the other side of the wall. What's going on? What appears, there's what appears to be a portal down below. I don't know where it goes or what it's for, though. Interesting. Guys, I can't see. I still have, like, mud in my eye. Can somebody please tell me what's going on? <laughs> Aldrin uh, brought up to the point of inspiration as you explained why you keep on rolling one yes! perfectly. Nice! Yes! <laughs> nice! Awesome! <laughs> yes! Oh, that was good. Sorry, I, I appreciated that a lot. <laughs> yes. Thank you. But yeah, you found um, corpses of uh, goblins. Goblins? Mm-hmm. Reggie. Yeah, what it looks like... About... Oh, oh sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. No, it's all right. Um, yeah, you notice that they look like they've been eaten on. Like they've been chewed upon maybe by the supposed fish creatures Orlando talk about. The eight feet vicious beasts that are these fish creatures. How big are the bite marks? Um, about the size of a human's, maybe smaller. They have really weirdly shaped mouths. They do. <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> they do have fish fish mouths. Are there claw marks or anything on them? Yeah, you see uh, uh, small rakings. Probably not like sharp claws, but like you definitely they they were killed underwater and eaten. Um, make an, everyone can make an intelligence check for me. <laughs> if you have insight, go ahead and roll insight. Oh, I do have insight. Hooray! Mine is. Oh my god! <laughs> Jesus, Joel! <laughs> Joel, you that rolled another one, bullshit. so the mud is caked Joel, in your eyes. Your rolls, is burning. Joel, your rolls <laughs> have been kissed by Neptune. <laughs> up, I rolled. Marhart rolled a sixteen. <clears throat> um, Aldrin rolled a nineteen again. The computer. Hates you guys are. Me. It's funny. Like everyone except for Gorum is like on fire. Like Gorum's just sucking up all the bad luck. <laughs> Um, God damn, this sucks. Aldrin, you, you jumped to the conclusion that they came through this portal, got attacked by the fish people, and eaten. You're assuming that the fish people fled through the portal somehow, um, and that's why they're not here. Probably because they're um, on guard duty, because it didn't look like these huts were 
where they were living, it looked like they were kind of like a guard station. Hmm. Um, after learning about the portals underneath the huts, I look to the group and I say, are we about to throw away everything we know to go through this portal? Aldrain said the portal is inactive. How well, do we there must be a portal. I would, I'm not a math magician. <laughs> so, so you're probably hugs. the most ar- arcane savvy person in this um, party right now. You're not wrong, but I also have no bonuses to Arcana. Um... I, I would I'm like gonna... to swim under. I want to swim underneath, and uh, can you give yourself bardic inspiration? Yes. All right. So I'm going to bardically inspire myself to perceive uh, around the portal and underneath. All right. Go ahead and roll an Arcana check. Why, why has it got to be Arcana? You guys keep talking about huts because that's what has to do. Uh, with I was magic. hoping it was going to be perception. Come uh, here. Seven, come here. Seventeen. Uh, with your seventeen. Um, Looking at the the um, the portal, you know that um, the way the teleporting magics work is you need a catalyst of sorts, um, an, an, an activator to um, activate a, a stable portal like this. Um, usually they are um, connected to a point A to point B, but sometimes um, they're connected to other points, but you basically need um, some sort of device that um connects like basically you need the telephone number but the telephone number is like like an object does that make sense um can we so so basically uh this is just i my i i feel like my character doesn't know this should be saying this but um i feel like one of the party members has something that could be useful in this situation (laughs) perhaps a lockbox With goblin handwriting on it. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Are we talking about like Jabba and Pizza the Hut? Is that what's going on? I want to look at Gorum and just give him the sternest hush. Oh. Come here, Gorum. I'm gonna help you get this mud out of your eyes. Oh. I'm sorry, I just can't see, <laughs> Reggie. Okay. I'll take. I'll As... help you out. As Marhalt is pour, pulling the mud out of his eyes, I would like some minor illusion, just more mud in his eyes. <laughs> oh, it's, it's coming out of my ears. There's so much mud. <laughs> it's like those um those videos of people like putting more shampoo on other people <laughs> showering. It's just a bucket of mud that constantly pours on. <laughs> Like he keeps on uh, like rush, r- r- running his hands through his hair, but like just more and more mud. <laughs> um, but anyway, right you, you pull off the lock. rinsing it up for so long. They put red dye in at some point. He thinks he's <laughs> wearing his scalp blood. <laughs> <laughs> I love those videos. Uh, Aldrin, you pull out the lockbox. Um, it's locked. Can anyone uh, help him with that? Uh, I would like to play the Plutarian song of opening, which is also just me. I think I have lockpicks. <laughs> I'm sure you do, buddy. Um, I do. I do have lockpicks. So I will play the Plutarian song of lockpicking and uh, attempt to open this locked box. Okay. Uh, go to uh, a dexterity check. 
Oh, that's a nine. Yeah, you actually jam the lock. It doesn't open. You just jam it. Like you're like, I got this, and you just shove your um your lock pick and tool in there, and you realize, oh, that's the wrong one. This is the big one. I need a little one. Um, can I take the lock pick out and attempt? Uh, no, I'm gonna tell them that this is. The finest crafted lock I have ever seen in my days, and I don't believe that no mortal man can open it. Uh, also, I have the wrong key. Gorum, do you want to take? You want to open this jar of pickles for me? Sure. Me and Reggie will give that a try. He <laughs> says wearingly because he doesn't know what this fucking dice is going to give him this time. <laughs> Uh, I will stop minor illusioning mud in his eyes. <laughs> uh, go ahead and roll an athletic trick to break the locks. Um, can I wait before? <laughs> yes! Finally, yes! he. You... <laughs> was that on purpose? Please tell me that. Yes, was on I did purpose. that. I did okay. that one on purpose. God okay. Bless you. God I also think you. it was organic, and I'm like, this is this is heaven. Heaven sent. This is, this is the every sweet other Lord time prior to that was, but this time I actually did it on purpose. Do we okay. want to add like little sound bites like that? Because I feel like, uh, oh no, there's another nat one. Womp womp. Might add a little bit of a flavor that we're looking for. Gorum, you like see like there's a small seam where you can stick your fingers in. And you you do so, and you get both sets of fingers in, and you open it up like a clam. I want to look over at uh, Aldrin and say, God, he must just be a vicious lover. <laughs> <laughs> um, inside, uh, you see um, actually a few pieces of platinum. Um, three, in fact. And um, a ring with a ruby um, set... Uh, in, or what's the word I'm looking for? The part like of the it. ring that fixture or whatever. Can't think of the name. It doesn't matter. There's a ruby on it, <laughs> and um, oh, it looks like it's be- a setting. Setting. That's the word. There we go. Thanks, Tony. Um, sure. Inlay. No, inlay <laughs> would mean it was in the metal. That's what I was gonna say, I but know. it's definitely not an inlay. Uh, with a ruby on it. It looks like it's probably worth like 150 gold pieces. Um, that was my class ring. Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, Thanks, Justin's. <laughs> <laughs> um, but other than that, there's not much in there. You have three platinum pieces, a ring, and then like a few scraps of paper that you can't read. Are the platinum pieces common money is it does it look like it's from another country it actually looks very old um it has like uh the inscription of everyone's favorite goblinoid leader um mm-hmm. rengroth uh on on it um but when you you look at it he has less than normal goblin features how bizarre mhm do how bizarre. Yes! Somebody else went there. We need to hang out more often, Joel. <laughs> oh, somebody else went there with me, and I'm so happy about that. 
Uh, well, no, I don't know if these are going to open no. a portal. <laughs> <laughs> I have this theory, and I'm just, I'm pretty sure that Tony is just Joel, like, 12 years in the future. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that I were kidding. It's very possible. Yeah, but you found a ring and three um, platinum pieces and some scraps of paper that you can't read because none of you read Goblinoid. Well, Does I, I mean so? Magic, but I don't think these are going to open any portal, right? So it's away. It sounds like we got to get to some sort of library where we can translate this goblinoid message. DM note: Not none, none of those <laughs> notes are really. They're like missives to people. They're not going to be um, super important. What if? What if? Hey, it's hey, hey! Erotic Orlando. historical fiction. R- roll a intelligence check for me. But that's just a d20. <laughs> and that's a 2. I'm closing my eyes. And I'm um, trying to think of a plausible reason why a 2 would work in this situation, but I can't. Uh, if it means anything, I can do a comedic double take and then roll an 18. Okay, that 18. <laughs> <laughs> um, what? Your DM previously described... Um, the fish creature wearing a necklace specifically mm-hmm. with a rock on it. Uh-huh. If you put one to two one and one together, you probably come to the conclusion that the necklace had something more to do with the, the teleporting portal than anything. Mm-hmm. 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 I'm not trying to give you answers, mm-hmm. but there you go. Um I don't put one and one together and I am still absolutely bamboozled. Uh, but I think in the meantime, I would like to poke my head underneath and try to see if there are fish around. Sure. Yeah. Um, you don't even have to roll a perception check. You definitely know there are fish in the uh, the pond. Um, so I have uh, an interesting scenario. Mm-hmm. And I would love to know if it would work if I could earn it by you. Sure. Um, are you going to play music to catch the fish? Well, if if I yell something underwater, will the fish hear me? You're going to pipe yes. piper the fish. Sure. Okay. Uh, I'm going to turn to different fish and just be like, let's hear you dumbass fish and cast vicious mockery. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I would like to do this to about six different fish, just hitting them with insults, such as, oh, you're a smelly bastard, aren't you? And then turn to another one and be like, oh, is this your dumbass friend? And until uh, I finish doing this to about six fish, and then I'm going to put them into my backpack. And I say, got the fish. I rolled a 16 on the first one, so that didn't happen. The second one rolled a six, so you got one fish. The third fish, okay. I rolled a nat 20, so no. The fourth fish, I rolled a 14. What's your um, save? 15. Really? Oh, yeah, you do have yeah. a... I got the 20, 20 on charisma. charisma. I'm just swinging it. So yeah, you you got like three fish out of the six that you yelled at. <laughs> uh, I pull up. Oddly the fish enough, I... um, they are saltwater fish. Hmm, interesting. Um, I would. Oh, I feel like it's saltwater on the other side of this portal, and it's freshwater on this side of the portal. But maybe that's just me being wrong. Um, Wait. I would. Don't you mean the opposite way? 
Well, why? How, no, this is a pond, isn't this? Is this? It seems like this would be a freshwater pond, and the yes, other one would definitely be like a fresh, freshwater fish. pond. Right. It seems, yeah. it seems that. Um, but the salt water is leaking through the portal, so then the freshwater would be going the opposite way. No, the I, I imagine the ocean on the other side would be bigger, so that when the portal opened up, the salt water would pour in, and the, right. the yep. I think we're understanding the... each other just in different ways. Yeah. yeah. Are we, the are the we salt agreeing? water, the, the pressure <laughs> difference, because I'm going to use some science on you. Oh, dear. Uh -oh. Oh. I'm going to learn you. Um, if I was an intelligent person, I would say that the portal is probably very low in the ocean where pressure is a lot more high. So the water is getting, has like a, like, a large amount of water on top of it, so the the pressure on one side is a lot higher than the lo uh, than the the pond, yeah. so the ocean gets pushed out into the through the portal into so we, the, the pond. So we realistically don't want to go through this portal anyway. As if we did, we would just go through to the bottom of an ocean. I feel like the pressure yeah. change alone would kill us. Well, not only that, but I mean, depending on how long the portal stays open. It was seen that this lake that this lake would be getting bigger every time that portal opens. Uh, yeah, that seems like it would be true. That makes sense to me. Mm -hmm. um, anyway, uh, while he had his face underwater yelling at the fish, fish. I just kind of look at Gorn. I'm like, that is a strange, strange man. <laughs> You're telling me, it is not my fault that I am simply effective. <laughs>